You're tuned in to David Essel Live. Welcome aboard, gang. Another three rocking hours of positive talk radio. I am so glad you're with us as we celebrate 21 years. 21 years in positive talk radio. You got it, gang. Broadcasting live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK. one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. Be a proud. We are a proud part of the Premier Radio family. Streaming via talkdavid.com all over the world, or you may be listening to us on XM Satellite Radio 168. Whatever way is good for us. It's all about pure, positive talk. And we have a rockin' show tonight. Laurel Langemeyer, she is the author of five New York Times best-selling books on money, is going to be with us. How to make the money you really want. How to get your mindset wrapped around Not just your potential, but what you want to earn. John Greenberg, an author and sports historian. We're going to be talking about the Penn State scandal, but from a different perspective. Oh, yeah. Karma Shop is up. Now, Karma is a figure competitor, uh, an elite personal trainer, and we're going to be talking to her about helping you to get to your A-game with your body and more. And then also tonight, along with all of your emails, we'll try to get to Lisa Belkov Snyder, sports analyst, radio host. We're going to take a look at the Summer Olympics. Who's going to be the surprise medalist for the USA? Lisa's going to give us the rundown on that. Last night, I tell you what, there was one part of that ceremony out of London that blew me away. And that was the deaf drummer. That woman who's been deaf, deaf since 10 years of age. And she was leading those percussionists. She rocked. I loved. I just loved. I could have just listened to that. Very, very cool. Uh, An email came in from a woman saying that she needs to lose over 100 pounds. She wanted my opinion on the new diet drugs. Are they worth it? The risk and the money. She was talking about the brand new one called Qsimia. The whole way that this works is it's in suppression of appetite, making you feel full quicker. And I'm going to give you probably the answer that you know I'm going to give you if you've listened to this show for very long at all. You know, we are a nation of quick fixes. This is one more way that we're looking for that quick fix. The The high end that this drug can help those people who are very overweight is 10%. They can help you lose 10% of your weight. So the woman who wrote in, five foot two inches tall, 200 pounds, so that's 20 pounds, right? Right off the top. She goes, okay, this is great. I'm really excited. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And that's it. If you take this drug, and if, you, if you're at the maximum, and you get the full maximum benefit, the full maximum benefit, ladies and gentlemen, that you'll get from this drug is 20 pounds. So now you're five foot two and 180 pounds. And I want to tell you something. That ain't enough. It's not enough to make you feel great. It's not enough to make you look great. It's not enough. I honestly have said this so many times. I think these drugs are an absolute waste of money and time. Why? Because once you read the max, now this one, Qsimia is offering, according to their studies, 10%, a weight loss of 10%. Most of them don't even go above 5% weight loss. And it, you know, it's a gimmick. I hate to tell you, it's a gimmick. Why do I say this? Because once you reach their maximum, once you reach, if you're a very overweight person and you lose 10% with this drug, nothing else is going to change. You know, I wish I could be more optimistic about that stuff, but I'm not. It's about lifestyle. We've, we've said this many, many, many times. University of Florida study found that 6% of people who are obese or overweight, it's genetically based. There's a genetic reason. 
For 94% of us who are overweight or obese, it's lifestyle. Cusimia and all the other medical drugs out there, prescription medications for weight loss, will never give you what you want. And that is that energy, that feeling of satisfaction, that looking awesome, feeling awesome. It has to be lifestyle changes. If you want more information, email me at talkdavid.com. Stay tuned because we've got an expert coming up talking about body changes. But I, I just want you to see the reality, not the fantasy of these weight loss drugs. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Email us through talkdavid.com tonight. Let your friends know we are on the air for them as well. We are here for you, and I'm so excited you are with us. Stay tuned. Tons of great information coming up. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Miami equals black mass, black gloves with a little bit of rope to tie. I flipped it. Black suits, white shirts, black glasses with a matching tag. Pure Positive Talk Radio every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, rocking with you across these great United States. David Essel in the box. Hey, gang, remember, at any time you can turn it around, whether we're talking about your love life, your health, finances, which is what our expert guest is right now going to be talking. You can turn around your money at any time, especially if you listen to Laura Langemeyer. She's our next guest, one of the leading money-making experts in the world, the author of five books, New York Times best-selling books, as a matter of fact, her most recent, Yes Energy, The Equation to Do Less, Make More. Laura, welcome back. Hey, it's great to be back. Now, I hear you're taking time off from a pool party to join us, huh? I, well, it's a huge beach that we always like go hang out in here in uh, Lake Tahoe. And USC, Ben, and all, like the whole beach is full of USC, like they're having some reunion or something. So, yeah, it's like it's quite the party here today. It's awesome. <laughs> it sounds like it. Skiing all day. We've been hanging out. I was going to go home and be, like, properly prepared, but I thought, you know, I'm just going to do it from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think after all the years that you've been doing this money-making stuff, you really need to prepare much. Do you, Laurel? No, I'm just going to have a chat with you, and I'm going back to that little beach party and going out on the jet ski again. So I thought, we'll just do this different, because that's how people should live. I thought, why am I going I'm not going home? We're going to do it the way I do it. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I'm going to do it, David. You know, this winter, we're going to do it from a ski slope. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Hey, and we have to we have to have fun making money and, and, and then use the money to have more fun and vice versa, right? Exactly, and contribute and serve people and take care of people. We've, you know, it's been the most fun in this, like, recovering economy is helping people learn to make money because they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they came to me like, oh, I'm unemployed. We'll just learn to make money, be an entrepreneur, and be happier anyway, and then make a millionaire. So it's been a fun economic recovery, actually. Yeah. Let's start right there. There are so many of our listeners, I'm sure, just like people from around the world that want to make more money, yet they they look at the news, they read the reports, it's all about the economy down, economy down, economy down. How does your program help people deal with things like the economy and make more money at the same time? 
Well, because I'm teaching you how to make money in any economy. You start to, instead of reacting to the indicators, understand, well, where's the opportunity in the indicators? So there are, it's enormous unemployment. I mean, it's completely misreported because of the extension of unemployment, the uh, people who are kind of part-time. I mean, there's just so many interesting statistics. So, th- so go make money on your own. Go be an entrepreneur. That's actually the folks who turn this economy around the fastest. So I know people listening to, well, how do you do that? Well, you could, uh, I, I am the number one fan of do what you already know how to do. So if you've been a teacher, you're unemployed, be a tutor. If you know how to write, write. The difference, David, that I think most people don't understand is if you don't know how to make money doing what you do, it's not to change the thing you do. It's learn to make money. It's learn to market, learn to sell, learn to get a proper business model. So what I do in my programs is teach anybody in any market, no matter where you're beginning, how do you make money doing what you already know how to do? So you have to learn anything new. I'm not about going back to school in these times. I know a lot of people send people back to school to spend more money, get more loans. Why? You already have great right. skills. Learn to be an entrepreneur with those skills. And money's fast. Money's fast today. I mean, you could all make money today if you just turned on that entrepreneurial spirit. Right. Hey, what you know what? The last time we were on, you were on, and, and we didn't talk about this, and I wasn't going to, and it just popped into my head. What's your opinion, your your brutally honest opinion of the world of network marketing, multi-level marketing? <laughs> I'm a massive fan. You know, I'm, a, I'm in eight of them. I'm actually, I, I just got an international contract with Isogenics. Um, I own two of them I'm, as an investor. I think they are the most brilliant payment plans for people who are willing to get off their rear, learn to market, learn to sell, and then get paid accordingly for their efforts. So I love it because I think it's a pay-for-performance model, which I'm a huge fan of. Um and so for me, like, I, I love, I, I mean, I've been taken up forever, and I coach the, some of the leading, leading, leading people. And so since I've been coaching them and they're now making over 100000 a month, I got a big contract with them to play, and I'm going back to Australia in a few weeks to teach a bunch of the top leaders. So I'm a huge fan. And then, you know, I think that the honest truth is it isn't just about loving the product. You've got to get really clear, just like with any product. You've got to learn to market and sell, and that means – you know, when people hear market and sell, you you know, like everybody cringes out there. Like, oh my gosh, but I'm no good at it. You're not no good at it. You just haven't been trained. So right. here's what I would say to most people is, are you really good at what you do? Like, you're really good at what you do. I'm really good at what I do. Most people listening, at some point, you got to get honest with yourself and say, you're really good at what you do. And you have to know that people are buying that same thing you offer from someone else. The only reason they're not mm-hmm. buying from you is because they don't know you're in business, because you've been so quiet and shy and in your home about it. Just get out there talking about it. Start talking about not in a bragging, arrogant place, but just like I'm really good. I'm an expert in money. I'm gonna, like on my talk track is I'm an expert in money. I guarantee you, I'll help you learn to make money, and I do guarantee you, I give you your money back. And right. so, right. And so then, am I selling or am I serving when I do that? I'm serving. Like mm-hmm. you know, when you're selling, you're coaching, you're serving people's lives. And I think when people can do that little transition in their head and say. You know, I'm serving people. Like my mom's a caterer in the middle of Nebraska, middle of nowhere in Nebraska, by the way, not like any big town. And yeah. She makes hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why? Because she's really good. And she'll go to bridal shows and all sorts of shows, and she'll say, if you want an amazing event, I'm your woman. Like, I'm it. I'm going to make sure the food's great, the, the experience is great, the music's great, the flowers are great, the cake's great, all of it's great. And it's not bragging. She just knows. Like, they're going to hire her. They're going to hire someone else. And I can tell you, my mom in Nebraska can do it. For God's sake. She's making hundreds of thousands of dollars catering. She's just a great farm cook, right? And she's made it into this amazing catering business. I'm so proud of her because she did it. And, 
And but she's really serious about it. Like they're going to buy somebody. They're going to buy a crappy experience, so they're going to buy me. And and once she got that, you know, then then it isn't about selling. You're serving people. You're helping them. So when you think about that way, I think everyone listening can go sell today. Go serve yeah. somebody. Yeah, you know, what you said, too, and I want to reiterate this for everyone who's listening. The very first thing you said is you do something well, go and do it, make money doing it. Then the next thing we jumped to was network marketing. But there, here, here's the bridge, ladies and gentlemen. Everything Laurel's saying, and by the way, go to her website, liveoutloud.com, liveoutloud.com. But everything that she's saying is that no matter what you do, if you want to make more money, you have to do what you think you can't, which is market and sell. And Laurel is the type of person, her programs can help teach you to market and sell. But bottom line is, if people want to make more money in this economy, Laurel, or any economy, it doesn't matter what the economy is, they still have to learn how to market and sell. Absolutely. And you know the thing about network marketing, I'll just kind of finish that off. Sorry, that was a little uh, 4 one chrome by. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about network marketing that I love is, you know, and I'll take it back to my first five years, you know, 1996 to 2001, I was Robert Kiyosaki's master distributor of his game. And so if you don't, what I love, this is the other reason I love network marketing is because I didn't have anything to sell. So I sold Robert's stuff. So if you don't have right. something to sell, sell somebody else's stuff, you know, so you can be like a, yes, you can, you can coach my stuff. You can learn to sell my products. You can sell David's products, like sell somebody's stuff if you don't have stuff to sell. And it's why I love network marketing because they do give you some great products to sell while you're learning. And then, you know, it took five years before I sort of figured out, oh, this is this is my stuff. And then I created my own stuff. But if you don't have stuff, sell somebody else's stuff. Like, right. I have one of the most world-leading, like, um, she she's amazing. She writes science books for the homeschool community. And I said, why aren't you tutoring in that same category? Oh, no, I just sell the tutors. I said, no, like, double your business, be the tutor. Right. Didn't even occur to her. And now she's like quadrupled her business because I said, and plus mm. what goes with science? Math and music. So now she's got science, math, and music. She not only develops the product, she licenses the products to homeschoolers, and now she's got a tutoring company. So it's mm. just, you know, it, she didn't start that way. She started just writing science books and selling them. And I said, you know, she was struggling, she's struggling. She's a single mom, four kids. See, you got so much money around you, and she just couldn't see it. So I think that's probably the biggest gift that I bring is I can see where all the money is around you. I always say, money's down by your feet. Just go pick it up. <laughs> and, you know, pick it up. It's right there. Just pick up the money. It's right there. But most people don't see it. We're not conditioned to see it. We're conditioned to get a job and be bored. It's that, actually. <laughs> you well, know, well, people you know, don't want not, a job. Right. They want freedom. Right. And and so many of us are conditioned because of the people that we hang around with and how much we pay attention to the media to not only not do what you're sharing, but to complain about what they do not have. Correct. And 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 one of the biggest things, you probably know this as a coach too, right, because different categories of coaching, but I'll ask people, what do you really want? And they'll say to get by. I said, no, that's unacceptable. Like, what do you want? And because, I mean, this has been a long recession, depression. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. long. I mean, let's say eight, eight, nine, ten, and eleven, and we're, it's a long time. So mm-hmm. I think people are really just beat up and tired. So getting by seems to be like a new dream. <laughs> like, like right. no, 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 no. It's like getting by is not the new dream. Like, what did you dream about in 2004 and five? They don't remember. They can't say what do they want. Yeah. And then they feel guilty if they go for something big because their neighbors are in foreclosure. I said, stop comparing yourself. What do you want? And it's, right on. It's, that's like a new question. Yeah. Well, and, you know, what I, what I hear, too, Laura, a lot of people say is, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. Oh. Oh, right? Comfort. 
Comfort's casual. Yeah. Casual's boring. <laughs> right. And, and now stretch out a little. Like, so here's a fun stretch. Like, I had a student just come to me recently who's on a tour through Mexico, Central America, and Brazil. And I said, so what are you teaching? And he's teaching marketing of all things, which is great. Hmm. I said, so what if I could just go with you and teach them how to make money and you teach them how to market? And so I'm mm. about to like do this massive tour through three, con- three, three huge countries and set it up with him. And he gets mm. a lot of money for doing it because he's got the tour. I'm just going to join him and have a right. great time and open up this whole thing. So like, that's fun. I'm going to take my kids. We're going to have a great time. So I don't care to brag about it, but like everything's available. But if you're not yeah. open to seeing opportunities, like if I wasn't open to just rearranging my life to, to do this, cause it's not like I'm kind of already booked. But I'm going to rearrange my life for this. Like, what a great mm. tour for me and my kids. Mm. You know? So, and, and, and those opportunities are available for everybody. But if you got to stop. You know what it is, too, David? Is, um, and I coach a lot about this. People have too many rules. I can't mm-hmm. do that. I can't do that. What do you have in place of doing that? So I have a whole bunch of stuff. So it's about making a choice. Like, what's going to have the biggest impact in your life? And people have so many rules. Well, I can't afford it, and then I can't do that, and I can't take time off. Call in sick, quit. If there's opportunities, like, take some big leaps. You know, big results don't come because you're playing little. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I swear, Laurel, you, you so rock. Ladies and gentlemen, please go write this down. Liveoutloud.com. Liveoutloud.com. You've got to get involved with what Laura's do- Laurel's doing. Learn from her. She's the expert. Laurel, we have 60 seconds left. Hit us okay, with I some have, good I have tips. A website. I, have, I have a website with some fun gifts. So they can go to liveoutloud.com, but they put a forward slash XM in it, and they've got a whole bunch of goodies for them. So they're free. Go get them. Hang out. Come make money. I do a workshop every week, or I mean every month. Once a month, I do a workshop where everyone's guaranteed to make money. Everyone's guaranteed to make money in the room where you get your money back. Like, come play. So it's liveoutloud.com slash XM? Yep. I got awesome. a fun gifts for people. Oh, well, listen, we've got to take advantage of it. 30 seconds. Give us one solid big tip before you leave. Write down what you want. Just go write down what you want and start moving towards that. I don't care what you don't want. I don't care what's not working. Write down what you want, like big, not survival. Survival's illegal. Um, <laughs> you go, like, what do you want in a big, big way? And don't feel like guilty asking the universe to deliver because God will deliver anything you want, but you got to be clear. So write it down and like post it on your wall, post it on your mirror, and then live toward it. Mm. I love it. Like, I love really it. Toward it. Liveoutloud.com slash XM, liveoutloud.com slash XM. Get the free gifts. Start changing your life today. And, you know, I mentioned just before we had Laurel brought her on the air, I said this, and I know so much that she's of the same mindset. At any time in life, you can radically turn it around. Laurel, wonderful to have you with us, honey. I think we just lost her. Go back to your beach party. You're tuned into David Essel Live every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. So glad to have you with us. Stay right there.
David Essel Alive, Positive Talk Radio across these great United States of America, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. We welcome our 12 million XM subscribers listening to them, uh, to us on XM 168 and the millions more around the world streaming through Talk david.com 1-800-548-TALK. In, uh, in just a, a minute or two, we're going to have author and sports historian John Greenberg coming on talking about this whole Penn State scandal from a little different perspective. We're going to talk to John about how it's affecting the current players and what about sex abuse victims from around the world. Will it have any positive effect on all of this stuff that's gone down? We'll be getting it with John in a minute. Do you know once a month, we offer what I'm going to talk about right now. Once a month, we offer it. It's a way for us to give back to this United States of America. If you are stuck, if you're not accomplishing what you desire in life, there's two ways we're going to help you. If you're not accomplishing, if you're not making the money you want to make, if you're not in a love relationship you want, if you're not losing the, the weight that you want to lose, whatever your goal is, if you're stuck, this is a chance. We put up aside time once a month to work with you one-on-one for free. We do 20-minute segments. All you have to do is email us at talkdavid.com and say that you want to set up a time to speak with me one-on-one for free. We do it once a month. This is your week to jump in on this. We give away a free 20-minute session to as many people as we can fit in. So do that right now. Talkdavid.com. Just go right to our website, talkdavid.com. Email us, and we'll do everything we can. There's limited space. We take as many as we can throughout the week to help you jumpstart your success. And then the other thing we offer, go to talkdavid.com, and we have a free four videos, a four-video series, the one thing that will radically change your life forever, four free videos. You can sign up for that, and then every couple days a new video will come. Once again, what's the reason? To help you get that jumpstart, to get what you want out of life. Everything is at talkdavid.com. Check it out. Don't miss the opportunity either. My guest right now... John Greenberg, who's the author of uh, the book, The Grand Old Man, Amos Alonzo Stagg. He's also a sports historian. Now, recently, you all know about the Penn State scandal with Jerry Sandusky, uh, how the NCAA came down and slammed Penn State, a fine of $60 million that we paid to a special endowment fund over the next five years. Uh, to help with the detection, prevention, and treatment of child sex abuse. They were banned. Penn State was banned from post season bowl games for the next four years they lost 40 scholarships the list goes on and on and on john greenberg welcome to the show well thank you ever so much for having me and and i must say that your statement about human nature was the most timely concise introduction you could have possibly given to what we're about Mm. to discuss yeah human nature we're talking about success. We're talking here about achieving true greatness. We're talking about Joe Paterno, who became a legend in football coaching, and how, because of human nature, his legacy is irreparably marred, because he contributed to a big problem. And and John, the the Louis Free report that came out that said right. that that Joe turned his cheek, looked the other way. Right. Did, do you believe that that's that's the the bottom line, the facts? I do, because look at the position that Joe Paterno held within that community. 
he was the most important person in State College, Pennsylvania, for decades. So he did not go above and beyond the call mm. of duty. Mm. And he himself said, I should have done more. Right. So what we're talking about is a person who, okay, he's successful, but what's the next step from success? It's achieving true greatness. And now be, all the good that he did for six decades has been lost. John, is this a fair pen- the penalties that were handed down from the NCAA? Do you think that that those are fair penalties? Are they too light? Are they too heavy? What's your What's your take? First of all, I I believe that there's a lot of people all over America who believe that the penalties should have been much harsher. That they actually they believe that the Penn State football program should be eliminated totally. Now mm-hmm. the NCAA, they were strongly considering a four-year death penalty. So uh, taking all that into account, Penn State was shown mercy because Mm -hmm. uh, the members of the football team will be able to play football and get an education and Mm -hmm. also appear on television. Okay, so it's not as though that they have had their opportunity to play football and get an education taken away from them. And if they are not happy with the situation of postseason bowl games, they can transfer to another school. And they will not be penalized in any way. What do you think? John, John, if if you were a player, if you were a player at Penn State, would you stay or would you go? I think that this all gets back to when you choose a college, what are you choosing the college for? Are you choosing it to get an education? And Penn State is, is of good reputation as an academic institution. So if you're interested in getting the best possible education, then you would, you would probably stay because that was your first choice. Right. Now, if when... you're just interested in a stepping stone to the NFL – well, maybe you would be better off uh, leaving and going, you know, somewhere else. Maybe you shouldn't even be in college. Is is there is there any good news in this whole thing? Is there yeah, any yeah. good? Yeah, there, go ahead and share. What? This is a great learning experience, you know, because let, let's talk about Jerry Sandusky. This man, we don't know how many decades these, uh, shall we say, uh, perverted ideas or deviant ideas that he had. How, how many decades was this going on? We don't know for sure. Only he knows that. But the, the troubling thing is that because of, as you so astutely pointed out, the weakness of human nature to take the easy way out, when he first knew that he was having these deviant ideas, he should have gotten treatment. He should have come forward and said, I have a problem, and go to a health professional and and get treatment. Because by taking the easy way out, he made it far worse for himself. Oh, my Lord. Well, and, you know, not only that, John, is that there there are treatment centers around that that will keep your identity anonymous. As a matter of fact, you you do not have to go to your employer. You don't have to go to any. You you can go and get help without anyone having to know. Right, and because of HIPAA, 
you they will not know. This right. is confidential. But yep. see, if he had done it at the right time, that would have been the case. That would have been true. And he may have it he could have come back from that. But be, by taking the easy way out, it destroyed him in the end. Hmm. Do you think that with what happened at Penn State, and and I don't know how how we would know, John. I want because you're a sports historian. I want your just your your gut feeling. Is this going to change the culture of these huge athletic schools that are making millions of dollars a year that give the coach all of this free reign? Is this going to change anything? I personally hope it does. I, I personally hope it's taken as a wake up call that any coach should be held to the highest standards because every head coach in America is going to families and saying, give me your sons right, and I will make men out of them and they will be my son for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And, and the, what was said about uh, Joe Paterno was that you judge him by the way his players turned out 20 years after they played for him. And for all those decades, he had that going. He, he kept it up. But then towards the end, he failed. I saw, I think it was in today's news, where uh, quite a few former players are, are outraged over what the NCAA did and taking Paterno's statue down. And they're saying that this really isn't the way it should be. What, what's your response to that, to the former players? Number one, they have to look at the total picture, that this is, this is bigger than football. This is bigger than sports. We're talking about lives, human lives. We're talking about the worst possible thing that can be done in a civilization. Mm-hmm. And this should, this should be taken as, as a wonderful uh, teaching moment. First of all, to make the public aware, this is not a Roman Catholic thing. That mm-hmm. it's, it's not just priests that can be child molesters. It, mm-hmm. It's football coaches at major colleges that can be child right. molesters. Right. It's anybody. It's the people that you would never suspect. It's, the, it's those that are the most trusted. It's those that are the closest to the children that have to be held to the highest standards possible. Mm. Mm. Uh, John, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. We're talking sure. with John Greenberg, a sports historian, author, and more. We're going to come back with John with more, talking about the benefits now of this $60 million endowment to help the victims of sex abuse, education, detection, and more. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show, celebrating 21 years in talk radio. We are so darn happy to be part of the Premier Radio Network and really pleased that of all the options that you have on a Saturday that you're giving your time and sharing your time with us. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
helping you to get off the fence in life and make better decisions. David Essel alive every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. My guest, John Greenberg, author, a sports historian, talking about the Penn State scandal, what good stuff can come out of this. And what John and I were referring to earlier is that the whole concept of human nature, wanting the most out of life with minimal effort, not wanting to ruffle the feathers, rock the boats, which is what allows sexual predators to continue on and do their deviant acts. John, do you think this, that now the $60 million that Penn State must pay in regards to, uh, that's going to be used over the next several years for detection uh, of prevention, treatment of child sex abuse, is this going to be, is this, is this money going to be used around the country to help educate sports authorities? I haven't heard any reports as to specifically how it's going to be utilized as yet. But uh, getting back to the uh, uh, point you mentioned about the former players of Penn State being so yeah. outraged at what the NCAA did to punish the, the school and to punish Coach Paterno, you know, both of us understand, the, you more than anyone, that when life deals you lemons, you make lemonade out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that it would be a tremendous thing if these former Penn State players, many of whom played in the National Football League and, and some of whom are in the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, if they were to come out and say, now look, we personally would, would welcome the idea of these children who are abused to come forward and remember that this is not your fault. You didn't do right. anything wrong. You were, you were victimized. Right. Okay? So don't feel ashamed about it. And also, if they started telling, look, uh, if a man is, is starting, or a woman or anybody is starting to have these strange thoughts and that they're dominating their life, they've got to seek treatment. They should mm-hmm. encourage them. It's just like, remember uh, uh, how shameful it was to, to have your, your prostate ex- examined, you know? Yes. And then they started yes. that campaign. Well, why can't it be the same thing? Because as you so astutely pointed out, it is the silence that enables the predators to get away with it. And as long as the victims feel ashamed and won't come forward, that's got to stop. And at the same time, the predators and potential predators, they've got to understand that there's no shame in seeking help and getting, getting treated as soon as possible because otherwise it's going to end badly for them. I love the idea, John, of getting the former Penn State players to come out and offer their support to the victims of child sexual abuse. I love that idea. Well, this would make them feel much better about it. They would get more moments of happiness by encouraging the victims to come forward, not just in Pennsylvania, but all over the world. Get those victims to come Mm -hmm. forward and they would have more moments of happiness than they certainly would by by complaining about uh, how their school was punished. Yeah. John, we just have a couple minutes left, but sure. your thoughts, how how what would you recommend to the paternal family to help them heal from this outrageous tragedy? I think they should do what uh, we're recommending that the former Penn State players do, that they should be reaching out and encouraging these victims to come forward and, and to tell them, look, you shouldn't be ashamed. You actually, you're heroes. You're, you're the same situation as someone who's serving in the military and takes a bullet. 
that you took a bullet and you are a hero. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Come forward. Mm. We embrace you. We sympathize with you. We're going to try to help you heal and recover. I think I, I really hope as America listens, John, to your comments here, I really hope that this will trickle down. And I know it very easily could. It could trickle down to current and former Penn State players. It could trickle into the Penn State family. I know listeners right now. I know people that are tuned in personally who listen to the show every Saturday that are friends with the paternal family. Well, and maybe it's up to them who are listening to give these thoughts and ideas to the family directly to try to get them involved with the healing. If I knew yeah. for a fact that that was happening, you have made my day, you have made my weekend. Because yes. I, I truly, that, that is one of the biggest uh, concerns that I have in our society, is this scourge of child sexual assault. It's got to end, and the only way it's going to end is if people are willing to discuss it. It can't be a taboo anymore. Right on. Right on, John. John Greenberg, historian, author, and more. JohnGreenberg.com if you'd like more information on him. John Greenberg is also on Facebook. You can check him out there. John, it was enlightening and wonderful. I am so glad you had the time to join us. Well, I'm so glad that you had me on the show and gave me an opportunity to, to say what was on my mind. Yes, it was perfect. You have a great day. Same to you. Thank you. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Here, trying to look at the sides of this Penn State scandal in such a way that individuals can grow and heal. John said, now listen, you, everyone knows who listens to this show, I've been in, involved with addiction recovery for a very, very, very long time. And one of the things we know is that what keeps us stuck is the shame and guilt. The, the, the sex addict, the sexual predator... Shame and guilt is what keeps us stuck. Shame and guilt is what keeps us over and over and over acting out our fantasies or creating the fantasies in the first place. Shame and guilt keeps us stuck in the process of addiction. The Sandusky situation is a sexual addiction, a deviant sexual addiction, but it's still a sexual addiction. For everyone who's listening right now who has been the victim, what John was saying is so crucial. Reach out to a professional, share your pain, your experience to help you to alleviate it. For those individuals that have the addiction themselves, reach out and ask for help. We know that the only way to break the cycle of shame and guilt is to come forward, whatever side of the equation you might be on. I think that there's so many more people that need to get involved. So many more people may be associated with college football, not just Penn State, outside of Penn State, to reach out to those families that have been affected around the United States of America. It would be such an outrageously incredible healing circle that could take place. And that circle has to start somewhere. Each of us, even if it's in simple prayer, if you send a prayer out every day to the victims, if you send a prayer out to the perpetrators, listen, they need our prayers as much as the victims do to get them in that sink of saying, I need help. Prayer is powerful. Oh, my Lord. You can move mountains with it. And it might just be that prayer for both sides of this fence that's needed to help end this outrageous tragedy, or at least to diminish its chances of continuing at the level that it did at Penn State, and Lord knows could be continuing at some other university right now. And maybe, as we're seeing all of this occur right now, that there could be individuals at other universities 
that have been predators as well, that they see what's happening to Jerry Sandusky, and maybe that's the trigger that gets them to get help. Or it could be the trigger that helps some victim come out and ask for help for their own healing. Shame and guilt can only be alleviated if we do ask for help. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK, Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, here for you. Let your friends know, XM 168, and broadcasting live worldwide at talkdavid.com. Email us at talkdavid.com. I am David Essel. Stay there. This world is sure to fade. 